Hello and welcome back to How's the View. I am your host, Natalie Rausch, and I want to be sure to throw a big shout out to my good friend, Gonzo Pastorini, who has been generously editing this podcast for all of you in order to help you enjoy listening a little bit better because that was definitely necessary considering all of my go-to words and my pausing and how much I don't have experience in editing and technology. So he has been heaven sent and I am very, very grateful for his generosity in making this podcast possible. He has been so supportive and has helped to encourage me every week by sending over his text podcast this week. And I just appreciate him so much. It's good to find good support, you guys. So if you don't have a friend like Gonzo, hopefully you do have a friend like him because it is very, very, very important in pursuing your goals. So what I would like to focus on today is my idol. I want to focus on my idol when it comes to believing in yourself and an idea of practicing believing in what's possible for you or what you're capable of. I'll tell a little story in order to introduce my idol. She is now six years old, my little girl Callie, and she taught me something very, very important two years ago when we were pursuing teaching her how to ride her bike. So it was just me and Callie. Wesley was at school and she wanted to learn how to ride a two-wheeler so bad. She was the most determined, optimistic, excited, enthusiastic little girl you've ever seen. Still is, by the way. She's very much that person 90% of the time. The other 10% of the time, it it gets to be a little bit of a struggle because she's very, very... um. Mm, She knows what she wants. I think we'll say it like that. (laughs) And she's not afraid to let anybody know it. Another one of the reasons why she's my idol, but it kind of is hard as her mother sometimes. So two years ago, she wanted to learn how to ride her bike. And so we walk over to the park across the street from our house because there's a trail that surrounds the entire park where it's a little bit wider than a sidewalk and it has grass on either side of it. As a mom who my biggest goal might have been to not let my kids get hurt ever, (laughs) it was much more accommodating for my needs while teaching her to ride a bike. So we get to the park, she has her helmet on. I believe she had elbow pads and knee pads on. And we get started with her sitting on the bike and so pumped up. I've never seen someone so excited to learn something before. And she starts pushing her pedals. And then she tells me she wants me to let go. And I say, Callie, are you sure you want me to let go? And she says, yes. And immediately falls over. You would not believe how mad that little girl was at me and at her bike. She could not believe that I would put her in this situation that she was not ready for. And I believe she was actually quite offended that she had chosen to trust me and I had broken her trust in this way. It took a little while. It probably took me a solid 10, 15 minutes to 
kind of talk through that with her because, like I said, she's a girl that knows what she wants and also what she doesn't want. And at this point, she had fiercely changed her mind and she no longer wanted to ride a bike because, well, that was not supposed to happen. She was adamant that she was done. I remember the moment that I asked her, Callie, how many times are you willing to fall before you know how to ride a bike without falling? And she looked at me like I was just this crazy person. And I said, well, Callie, if you knew that by falling 99 times on the 100th time, you would be able to ride your bike without falling, would you be willing to do that? And she was like, well, yeah, mom, I would be willing to do that. It's like, okay, so you pick a number. How many times are you willing to fall off your bike today in order to learn how to ride a bike? And she said, 23. So 23 it was. She had already fallen off once, so we were down one. And we decided that we were going to learn something every time we fell. So time number two She fell and learned that if you don't keep pushing the pedals, you fall faster. So then time number three, we decided to go onto the grass. But time number three is when we learned it's really, really hard to get any type of momentum when you're riding your bike on grass. So time number four, we decided to go on a grassy hill and... We went a little bit too high on that grassy hill on time number four. So yes, it helped with the momentum and it also helped with the pedaling to go a little bit faster, but it might've been slightly too fast and maybe mom didn't keep up quite enough. And so this is the time that I was afraid I was gonna get angry Callie again. (laughs) But thankfully when she fell, she jumped right back up and she was like, oh, Time number four didn't work, but let's try for number five. And I saw that enthusiasm kind of start to come back to life. And so I got a little bit more curious and decided, okay, if we go halfway up the hill, and I negotiated this with her the entire time, by the way, what do you think of going halfway up the hill for time number, what are we at, six or seven at this point? And she said yeah, that might help. And it made sense because she wouldn't be going quite as fast for quite as far. Time number six or seven was better. So it took much more trial and error, but there was always something we learned with each numbered try. And so the more we learned, the more enthusiasm and excitement I saw Callie get every time she tried again. But not only then, she got excited every time she fell. This girl is my idol, you guys. Like, what? She was excited to fall. And she knew ahead of time that she was going to get back up again because she decided that she was going to try 23 times before she was going to know how to ride a bike without falling. Trial and error up to time number 17. And Callie got on her bike and she rode the trail and she did not fall. And in fact, she voluntarily just let the bike lean to the side and got herself off on purpose and ran to me and gave me the biggest, happiest hug I have ever had in my life. This girl and her determination, her willingness to practice believing what's possible for her 
without needing to do it perfectly, including failure, including falling, including getting it wrong, including getting hurt, knowing that that was going to happen and then getting excited about that part. I want to be like that when I grow up. That little girl gave me the best opportunity that day to see what we're capable of if we're just willing to practice believing that we can have what we want, whatever it is. One of Callie's favorite quotes that she repeats most frequently is, nothing's impossible except for what you don't try. And it's so perfect for her. She lives this way. She is determined She's passionate and she's not afraid to make mistakes. She's willing to try. She's willing to enjoy the fall and she's willing to practice believing until the impossible becomes possible. I hope that each of you will find a way to apply Callie's enthusiasm and willingness to fall and enjoy the process into your own lives today and watch yourselves begin to believe in more of your own possibilities through this practice. Have an amazing week. Happy February. I hope you're feeling all of the love, especially towards yourself, and can't wait to talk to you again next week.